So I've been increasingly aware that um, the academic model, how it stands, where you come up with particular outcomes for people's performance, and then you assess people's performance um, based on those particular outcomes that, um, and then from there you give them rewards or whatever, the sort of very much this, uh, this model where it is that we can we can measure everything and and we can equate performance. I've been increasingly aware of um, that that doesn't really work that well. And the reason is is that you can try to model everything. You could try to um, you can you can try to sort of measure absolutely everything, but there's a lot of things that will always fall through the cracks. And you could develop metrics for all different kinds of things to sort of capture, but then the problem becomes it's a it's a computational problem that it's increasingly difficult to sort of capture um, the the different criteria or the performance or the measurements or whatever and sort of put them in within a basically an optimization algorithm is, is really what is being done and coming out with some sort of nice neat answer are becoming increasingly aware that that does not work and there's far too many exceptions that I have run into in terms of measuring somebody's performance and then sort of equating their performance, whatever that is, based on, you know, their worth. And um, the issue is, is that there is um, far too much effect of the system itself. And now there's layers to the system, right? There's systems based on you know, the, um, you know, it's the overall academic sort of system. There's the sort of specific university that you're at, the department that you're at, you know, the different courses that you're teaching, like all sort of in the students that you're exposed to, like all sorts of um, sort of interlapping parts of this. And I've been increasingly aware of the role of the sort of system effects on all of that. And if you sort of remove all of those sort of system effects, the actual individual individual effect on, you know, what happens to a person and the outcomes that they get is actually relatively small. Um, and, and, you know, you could do all of these kind of things. You can actually look at, there's, there's a large amount of research on sort of this within companies, right? What is the effect of a CEO, um, you know, versus the industry and things like that. And generally, you know, they, they have pretty minor effects. There is an effect, right? There is something that goes on and, and, and whatnot, but we can't measure that. And we tend not to measure that in any sort of way. And we just look at performance outcomes and we say, hey, um, this is how like people make decisions, right? We don't look at all of the sort of nuances and we could do that, right? We can control for all of these things. There's mathematical models that we could do. They're actually not that hard to implement but we don't do those things. And we just simply say this sort of direct wondering relationship. We say, hey, these outcomes relate to this particular individual. And as a consequence, they must be spectacular or not spectacular, right? Um, and I'm increasingly aware, if you sort of look across the board, 
that there are some pretty systematic, large systematic biases across the board in terms of what ends up happening because the system biases towards, um, you know, conservatism, right? If you measure any of those things, it biases towards what used to be. And, you know, for the most part, it's very sort of a long leg that happens from what used to be in terms of the people that sort of benefit and don't benefit and, you know, part of different systems. And I think every academic, or not every, I, I'm going to say a, a significant portion, right? There's, there's, a, there's people that benefit from the current system. And those people generally um, think that the system's functioning quite well. And it actually does a really good job of what it's doing. But there is a large group of people. And I'm kind of, I would say I'm squarely in the middle. I, I think I'm um, pretty decent as an academic, I guess. Um, but at the same time, you know, it might be if you compare me against the most well-published person in the field, in my field, um, I'm not doing that well, right? If you compare these effects and you go across that, um, You'll, you'll sort of come up with this sort of conclusion if you sort of ask people in, in the field that it's just fundamentally not working. Um, and, you know, the question is not, and this is, this is what you'll get, right? It's not necessarily that it's not working, right? And people understand that, that it's not working that well and there's all sorts of problems. It's like, what do you do about it? How do you implement it? Right, we know that this is is not very functional. Um, the the sort of secondary question that people say is yes, okay, it doesn't function, but then you know what is the solution? What do we do? How do we handle this? Um, and 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 the truth is, um, I don't quite know um, right off the top of my head, other than. The only solution I can suggest is to relax the um, performance one-to-one -one relationship sort of metrics that we have. I, I mean, I already just told you some ways to correct for this, but we're not going to correct for any of this kind of stuff, right? Like, that's what not human beings do, but we can relax the assumption of performance and relating, um, you know, everybody's that, that we can quantify people. And that is very much, and the problem is, is that within um, one of the political parties right now that is in play, um, in particular, uh, in, in you know certain states in the in the you know in, in the Americas, there are some political parties that are really pushing that we can we can come that that rhymes. It's one of those what do you call those? Uh, I forgot the things where you say the same letters over again, but, um, you know, they're pushing towards that we can actually come up with a sort of measure and metric for an individual person, right? Um, and I'm assuming both political parties kind of do this, right? Like, this is not necessarily, this is more of a, of a logic that is, that is, that is becoming institutionalized as sort of a function of, um, you know that that the, a measurement logic that we have, right? And you can see this within, um, you know, if you look at tech companies right now, everything is quantified. We can quantify the amount of influence that you have by the number of followers that you have. You can quantify, you know, your ratings, how good you are, and and those are really fine and dandy. But we know that there are systematic problems with those.
um, particularly we know the sort of influence model, right? The number of followers you have um, dictates how whatever, you know, dictates something. Um, and we know that there is a lot of people that have a lot of followers that um, are doing not great things, right? Nefarious things. And it's kind of in the current debate right now. This is the, the, the essential debate that we have is, is um, measuring things, is that a good thing, right? And, and giving people the, the one-to-one relationship, you know, measuring and saying um, those people that are, are measured more effectively or shown to be more effective or whatever that is, that we should give them more influence and say. And the truth is, is we know that doesn't work, right? We've seen, um, I think, you would not find, you'd find very little serious academic that would say that, you know, that would argue with me that you don't need some sort of oversight of some sort, right? And the degree, again, is the implementation is like, what to what degree do you oversee? Um, and, and my suggestion is to relax some of these things a little bit more, right? So, um, you know, allowing more, and that's exactly what's happening with social platforms right now. So for example, TikTok is becoming the dominant player, and it wasn't a few years ago, is because they're relaxing that assumption, right? They're allowing people um, that, 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 that are nobodies to get airtime, right? And people love that. That's a really good part of, of the sort of platform. Um, and, and, you know, compared to what was happening before is that those people would be locked out from the conversation. So I think that there are ways to deal with this. There are ways definitely to sort of say, hey, um, this is not working, right? And we need to relax. And it all comes down to relaxing some of these assumptions that there is a sort of one-to-one relationship between that we can, first of all, measure our outcomes, measure our worth, Right. And then from there that we can somehow say or we can give those people more airtime and stuff. And instead, we should be maybe trying to relax some of these assumptions and saying, um, you know, just do good stuff and focus on just doing good stuff uh, and things will happen. Right. Have actual true diversity and inclusion programs, for example, that that truly do push for diversity and, and inclusion, right? And, and actually add some money there. Know that when you do that, by, um, you know, just the simple fact that that in for that, you know, that one individual or those two individuals that you hire, that's, they might be below performance that you're expecting, right? And that's okay, but you're not looking at in the aggregate in that the trade-off is, is that you're gonna get more opportunities because you're you're viewed as a fair player, you're viewed as doing something, somebody that's doing right. And then, you know, you're, people want to actually work at a place like that. And, and, and it's an important puzzle or important thing to think about is that in the short term, you have to often relax um, some of these assumptions and know that in the long term, it's actually gonna be beneficial for everybody if you were to do that. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.